We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What do the Patriots need to do to give Mac some more, to use the term I just did, more artillery in the offense? So I was thinking a lot about this in terms of, well, yeah, it'd be nice to trade for Calvin Ridley. It'd be nice to go after a big-name guy. And I'm still on board with doing both those things. And especially if Godwin is the guy, because I feel like he'd be perfect for this offense, and I know he's coming off a torn ACL, but I just feel Godwin would be perfect because he can play the slot, and essentially he is a souped-up version of Edelman or Welker. He's Edelman or Welker on steroids. I don't mean literally. I just mean like he's that type of player, but he's bigger, he's stronger, and he's a more athletic player than both those guys. So I just feel like that would be the perfect fit with this team. But nonetheless, I do feel like something that we are now seeing in the NFL is receivers are coming into the league, and they are succeeding immediately. And if you look at the past couple of years, it's been littered with really good receivers in the draft. And I know that Bill missed on a receiver, of course, in 2019 with Nikhil Harry, but I do not subscribe to the theory that says, oh, because you missed on a guy in the first round one year, that means you should never draft that position in the first round again. I don't believe in that whatsoever. I believe you take as many bites at the apple as you possibly can. So just looking at it, right, and I kind of cracked the numbers on this. If you look at wide receivers since the 2018 draft, by my math, there's been 39 of those guys taken in the first two rounds, okay? So 39 receivers over the last, since the 2018 draft, have been drafted in the first two rounds. So now, some of this is my opinion, but a lot of them are obvious. I would say out of that group, okay, 22 of those receivers that have been drafted in the first two rounds since 2018, 22 of those players have hit, without question have hit. Seven from this year's draft I put in the category of we don't know because, like, we know the early guys hit in the draft. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, and... Devontae Smith, I believe all three of those guys have hit, and I don't think it's it's even an argument with Chase and Waddle, and Smith was in an offense that ran the ball a ton, the most of any team in the NFL, but he really showed signs. I mean, did you see that catch he made against the Buccaneers in the postseason? That guy's really, really good. But nonetheless, so I put seven that we don't know about yet from this year's draft after the top three guys, and then ten misses without question to kill Harry's part of that group. So of the 22 guys that have hit since the 2018 draft where we've had 39 receivers go in the first two rounds, seven of those players finished in the top 20 in receiving yards this past season. Six of those players have made the Pro Bowl. Six receivers drafted in the first two rounds since 2019 are playing this weekend. So what I've noticed here is drafting a receiver in the first two rounds has kind of sort of become a cheat code in the NFL in terms of getting production in the passing game, right? So if you just look at the teams that are playing this weekend, Brandon Ayuk was drafted in the first round. Debo Samuel was drafted in the second round for the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, Belichick passed on Samuel and A.J. Brown. We all know the story with Nikhil Harry, and we don't have to rehash that out. I'm pointing this out just as it pertains to the San Francisco 49ers. So those two guys this season— combined for 136.4 receiving yards per game. 
Plus, Debo Samuel gives you 22.8 rushing yards per game and eight touchdowns. So you're talking about a buck 36 combined receiving yards, 19 total touchdowns, and an extra 23 yards per game in terms of running the football. So essentially, you got 19 total touchdowns and north of 130 receiving yards per game for $6.3 million against the salary cap. Think about that. That's all the 49ers are paying for those two guys. And after George Kittle, of course, and Debo Samuel is the best offensive player on that team. I, Kittle's a great player, but Debo Samuel has taken that offense to a complete different level. But you're talking about two of your top three weapons in that offense from a pass game standpoint. You're paying $6.3 million. Okay, let's go to another team that's playing this weekend over to the AFC. In the AFC, you look at the two teams. You have Cincinnati, of course, against Kansas City. By the way, Kansas City drafted one of these guys in the first two rounds in McCole Hardman. Now, Hardman, sort of a third wheel there, but obviously made some critical plays last week. But look at the Bengals. They have drafted two receivers in the first two rounds over the past couple of years. In fact, in the last two seasons. So immediately, they get Joe Burrow a weapon when they draft Joe Burrow with the number one overall pick in the 2020 draft. They go out and they get him T. Higgins. Okay, T. Higgins, really good player. And then this year, with the fourth overall selection, they select Jamar Chase for Joe Burrow. Okay, so those guys this past season, here are the numbers. 19 total touchdowns between the two of them, 163.5 receiving yards per game. Jamar Chase, because he was drafted relatively high, like I said, that fourth overall selection, he makes $7 million against the salary cap. T. Higgins makes $2.3 million against the salary cap, so do the math real quickly. $9.3 million against the salary cap this year. 163.5 receiving yards per game and 19 touchdowns. So this whole idea, and everybody acknowledges the Patriots need somebody to put you over the top. You have nice pieces. Kendrick Bourne is a nice piece. Hunter Henry is a nice piece. When you look at a guy like Jacoby Myers, he's a nice piece. But none of those guys are the alphas and the omegas of a passing game. None of those guys are that. They're good players. They're not great players. You need that guy that can put your offense over the top. And now that you look at it in terms of you have a quarterback that is entering year two, I don't see the rush in having to go out there and definitely definitively spending all that money on a free agent receiver, right? You did a bunch of that last year. So – My hope is that Belichick uses one of his first two-round picks this year on a receiver because the math tells you that these guys are hitting at a rate that, quite frankly, we've never seen in the NFL. These guys are coming off the board at a rate we've never seen at the NFL level. And this draft, if you look at it, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s most recent draft, he has five guys, five receivers going in the first round. Now, the guy that he has going to the – Patriots is Jameson Williams and the Jameson Williams thing. It makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons as it pertains to the Patriots. I'll give you a couple of them. First of all, you know that word value. Oh, Bill loves that, right? Value. Well, Jameson Williams is coming off a torn ACL, which means he's going to miss some of training camp. We'll see how much of the regular season he misses, but that depends on the injury. Some guys come back from that sooner than other guys. So you don't know exactly what he's going to be back, but Bill loves that kind of crap. Think about what he's done. Now, some of these guys have not worked. He drafted Dominic Easley, remember, and Dominic Easley never worked out. He was coming off an injury. But Malcolm Mitchell had an injury history. Rob Gronkowski had an injury history. So there's been a lot of guys that Bill Belichick, heck, McGrone, who he just drafted in the fifth round this year, he was coming off a torn ACL. 
He was projected to be a second or a third round draft pick by most draft aficionados out there until he dealt with the injury. So Bill has done this on multiple occasions. And we know, of course, the connection with Belichick and Saban. Belichick, since becoming the Patriots head coach and head executive, if you will, he's drafted 13 players that have played for Nick Saban going back to his days with Michigan State, LSU, and of course, most recently, Alabama. So you talk about having a quarterback on a rookie contract, which of course doesn't hurt you necessarily against the salary cap. Well, the same thing is now happening with receivers. And just to give you some of the names of receivers out there in the NFL that are on their rookie contract still, DJ Moore has had three 1,000-yard receiving seasons. You look at Debo Samuel, as we mentioned, the best player on a team that's playing in the championship game this weekend. A.J. Brown has made a Pro Bowl. The guy's an absolute stud. You think about the 2020 draft. Jerry Judy's a good player. C.D. Lamb's made a Pro Bowl, good player as well. And you look at Justin Jefferson. Heck, he may be the best of the group. I mean, Jefferson's made it to back-to-back Pro Bowls, one of the best receivers in the NFL. I mean, think about it. The Bills have really benefited from getting a guy like Stephon Diggs. Nobody's going to deny that. But in a vacuum, who would you rather have if you're the Vikings? Stephon Diggs on that big money contract or Justin Jefferson? That's essentially what they did. They swapped out a first-round pick, and they used that pick to take Justin Jefferson. They replaced Stephon Diggs in minutes. Everybody thought, well, they're getting rid of Stephon Diggs. How are they going to recover? Now, their quarterback is a different issue, and their defense was an issue last year, and Mike Zimmer is now gone. But the point being, they recovered by drafting Justin Jefferson in the first round because you can get these guys like crazy. Look what Jamar Chase did to the Bengals. Heck, Miami almost made the playoffs. Part of the reason was Jalen Waddell was incredible for them. They built their whole offense around him in the short passing game, and Devontae Smith's a really nice player as well. So the point being, it's easier than ever to find these guys early on in the draft. They really help you build your roster around young receivers you're not paying a lot of money to. I would advocate the Patriots use one of their first two draft picks on a receiver this year. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 